again. Welcome everyone to the Ohave Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Lamed. Like welcome Benjamin, and um, we'd like to mention that Bezat um, Hashem, we will be doing tomorrow's Daf in the morning, and we will try to do a second Daf right before Shabbat in order to catch up a bit. So again, tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock, daf, plus another one right before Shabbat, Bezat Hashem. Says the Gemara, we're, two, we're, we're on daf, Chav Tet Amur Bet, a few lines in the bottom, at the two dots. Am Rav Yudah Mashmur, Kol Shul Liftan, Kidei Le'echol Bo. Kol She'enu Liftan, Kidei Le'echol Hemenu. We're discussing here the amount of food that's necessary for a roof. So, there's two categories. There's a category of le'echol bo and le'echol hemenu. So let's say a person has peanut butter. You can make a... You, the shiur of peanut butter for a roof could be if a person had only peanut butter and he has a spoon and he has to eat peanut butter in order to fill himself up, how much peanut butter would you need? Then there's a much smaller shiur, which is how much peanut butter would you put on bread and then you'll be full for a meal. Of course, that's much, much less than if you're just eating peanut butter without bread. So, says the Gemara, Kol shu liftan, anything that is a thing that goes on bread, then, shi'uro, the shi'ur is, kidele cholbo, to have it with bread. Kol shi'enu liftan, if it's not usually meant to eat with bread, then, the shi'ur is, kidele cholhemenu, to eat from it, which means you're eating that altogether and with no bread, which is going to be much higher shi'ur. The Gemara will now discuss things that are not so clear. Says the Gemara, Basar chai, if you have raw meat, raw meat, you have to be able to eat the raw meat. Some people eat raw meat, and therefore, it has to be raw meat in order to eat from it. Amr Yosef, Yosef says, Mina aminala, how can I teach you? The haparsai, achli, Tavhaki Belonama. Because the Persian people they will eat Tavhaki roasted meat without bread. Oh, I skipped something? Yeah, I'm sorry. Rabah Amar Kholbo. Sorry. Rabah says you have to eat it's my cloak No, Rabah says to Lecholbo. You have to eat it with bread. And the says, you have to eat it mimenu. Okay? That's a machlok by basad sli. So basad sli is a machloket. Basad chai, everyone agrees. Everyone agrees that it's, you have to eat from hemenu, the stricter shiur. Amar Rav Yosef, how can I prove it to you? Because the Persians, they eat roasted meat without any bread. That's how they eat meat without bread. Amar Rav Yosef, the Persians, most of the world, most people eat meat with bread. I'll prove to you that we don't go by one group of people, we go by the whole world. It says, If you want to decide how big a piece of cloth could accept Tumah, it has to be the size that people use. 
Now, Ani, a, a, a poor person, will use, will keep a small size cloth, whereas a rich person will throw out a small size cloth and only keep a bigger size cloth. Big day, Aniim, the Aniim. The Brighter says, the Mishnah says, the size of Aniim is, is, is what gets Tamer for Aniim. Big day, Ashirim, the Ashirim. And for wealthy people, it has to be bigger. One is three fingers by three fingers. One is three tivachim by three tivachim. And if it's smaller than that, a wealthy person will not get to But for aniim is not true. So you see that it doesn't go like that. Which means that just like by the tum'ah, we, we're strict. And we don't let the poor people use the kulot of the rich people. Here too, we're being strict. And we don't let the kulot of eating with bread go for the Persians that, that eat without bread. Right? Vatanya says, you can make a roof for a sick person who eats very little. Well, as I can, for an old person who eats very little, Kedem is in all the way he likes to eat. Well, it have time, but if you have a guy who eats tons, we use a middle shiur of Kodam. So you see Rashba is saying that we're being lenient both ways, right? When it comes to the guy who eats a little, we're taking what he eats. The guy, this guy's on a diet, or this guy's an old man, he can't eat too much. He eats one slice of bread a day, we go with the one slice of bread. And if the guy's a glutton and he eats tons, we go with the regular guy. So you see, we're going leniencies. Say, remember this thing of Rosh Hashanah, that's going to come up a lot. So says, Kasha, you're right. We don't know how to answer Rabbi Yosef. Because Rabbi Yosef, again, was saying, you take him and we're going strict. It looks like the, the bride is saying the other way. Ask the Gemara, Omi Amar Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah really say such a thing? Let's explain what's going on over here. If you have a met in a house, the house is tamer. Now, if the doors are closed to the house, then if someone's standing in the doorway, but outside the door, He's tahor. Because he's not in the house. Even though he's under the roof of the house, but he's out of the door. That's only true in certain situations. So let's say, guys, let's say a door has a few, a house has a few doors. Okay? So if the, some of the doors are small, and one door is, for, is the right size, a normal size door, we assume that you're going to take the dead, you're going to take the, the met outside the normal size door. And therefore, if you're under the other doorways, you're tahor. And in that doorway, you're tameh. Okay, because that's a normal size door. So the Gemara is talking like this. Let's say you have Og Habashan, who's a huge guy. He doesn't fit out of a regular doorway. And he's dead in the house. Okay? Pitacho Kimlo'o. It has to be the size of the dead, ba- dead guy and not four tevahim. So therefore, 
it sounds like each guy goes by his thing. We said before that a big guy goes like a Benoni. The Abaya. So what does Abaya say back? Hatam hechi laavid. Hadomi nidmev inafkeh. Are you going to cut up the body and take it out? Of course not. And therefore, since there's no way to get the body out, you're going to have to break an exit, right? And therefore, that's why they're all tamer. <coughs> Bring in other words, in a case... All the doors? Right. All the doors, let's say they're all smaller than four by four, they'll all be tamer, because we don't know which one he's going out of. So Abayi says, well, that's different. Over there we have to break, we know we have to break one, we don't know which one, so they're all tamer. We can't compare that to our case over here of the food. Ibayo, so they asked Abaya, Pligi Rabbanan aled Rashba, Olo? Did the Chachamim disagree with Rashba? Tashma, I'll bring your proof. Da'amar Abba, Barachana, Amar, Imbiochanan, Og Melech Basham, Bitto Be'alba. According to Rabbanan, they say that Og Melech Basham, as long as it's four by four, is enough for him. Right? So Rashba had said, Pitacho, Kimilo'o. If you're Og Melech Basham, you need. We don't assume you're going out of a regular door unless it's the size of your corpse, of the corpse of the dead guy. And Hechamim <clears throat> seem to say that as long as it's a normal door of Fort Vachim, we assume that Og Melech is going to go out of it. So it seems like there's a machloket. Well, says, no, not necessarily. Hatam Tanim Tuva. there was a lot of small openings, right? There was one that was. That was four, and therefore we assumed Really, everyone holds that you have to open it. But since there was one that was four by four, so they're assuming that the one you're going to break is not the two by two, it's the four by four you're going to break. And that's why, that, that therefore, it's not necessarily machloket. You're allowed to use raw meat. You're allowed to use raw eggs. Kama, how many raw eggs? Amar achat. He says one. Sinai Amar. Sinai said. Sinai is Rabbi Yosef. Two eggs. Okay. Says the Gemara. Hanoder min mazon. A guy. We had this. This coming up. This. Some of this in Berachot. Guy who makes a neder that he is not eating any mazon. Mutar b'mayim u'melach. He's allowed to have mayim and salt. Mayim melach who do lo ikri mazon. So it sounds like water and salt is not mazon. Hakol mili ikri mazon. Sounds like everything else is mazon. And therefore, le'metet you have to do Rav Shmuel. Let's assume it's a question of Rav Shmuel. Rav Shmuel, Rav Shmuel, and Varachim or Mezonot. Ela Chavesh Mizonam. They told us before in Berachot that you only make a mizonot on the five grains, wheat, barley, rye, oats, and spelt. And here we see that everything is mazon besides the salt and water. Because if a guy makes a, bedecha, makes a neder and not going to have mazon, he can't have any of these things. The Gemara asks, what are you talking about? If you look in the, in the Gemara in Berachot, we already knocked out Rav and Shmuel. We knocked out their opinion. Right? So why over here 
are we worried about? He says, you're right, maybe there's a double question on him. From this also. The Mishnah is not referring to a guy who says, Mazon. He says the word Zan. Water and salt is the only thing that's not Zayin. So they satisfy you. Right? And therefore, the difference between Mazon, which is sustenance, and satisfaction. Everything has satisfaction besides water and salt. But Mazon is different. When we went to the place of Ginosor, we mentioned this also in Berachot, we went to the place called Ginosor. We had a hundred people walking with Yochanan. Everyone took ten fruits. When we were ten people, everyone took a hundred fruits. They were so big that a hundred of them couldn't fit into a basket of three hundred sa- three sa'a. So very, very big fruits. Yochanan would eat all of them, all thousand fruits. And he would say, I could swear that I am not full. And have Zion. So you see that anything that's not, that not only Mayim and salt don't, are in Zion. Look, all these fruits are not Zion too, because he ate them all and he swore he wasn't Zion. Emma Mizona. Don't say Rabbi said I wasn't Zion, rather say that Rabbi said I didn't have Mazon, and therefore it's fine. Amarav Huna, Amarav. If a guy says, says, I swear I'm not going to eat this loaf of bread. You can make the Eruv. Okay? Why? Because you can always feed it to somebody else. If he says, I swear I'm not going to have any Hana'a from it, then you can't use it for Eruv. This is the statement of Huna. May TV, you with me or no? Basically he's, he's swearing he's not having Hanah. If you're not having Hanah, so, so using it for Eruv, you're having Hanah. But if you just say not eating, you don't have to eat it. Someone else could eat it. Right. Okay? Says the Gemara, Metiv, you ask a question. Hanoder mina kikar. A guy who swears he's not going to have benefit from a kikar. Ma'arvim lo, he could do Eruv. Ma'arvim, let's assume that Ma'arvim, he says, I'm not going to have any any Hana'ah from it. And still you see it's okay. Lo, the Amazu. The guy says he's not going to eat this bread. But if he would have said he's not going to have Hana'ah, you're right. It would be, not, it would be Asur. Hachanami Mestavra, and it's logical that's true. Yiktani Sefer, because it says in the Sefer, Ematai, when is the true? That's only when you said a Shavu'ah, that I'm not going to taste it. But if he said Alai Mai, what's the Halacha? Hachanami. The end Marvim Baba, you're not allowed to use it. So therefore everything's cool. When you say when you say Allah, you can't use it. And when you said I'm not gonna taste it, then you're still allowed to use it for Eruf. That means that you're not going according to the person. There's no guy in the person how much the person could eat. We don't, yeah, you don't need to eat it. As long as somebody could eat it. But you can't give it to somebody else. 
if, if you swore you're not going to have benefit from it, then you can't give it to anyone else either. Right? If you swear I'm not going to benefit from this, and that I can't give it to you, because right. that's, that's getting benefit from the fact that you're happy with me that I gave it to you. Right. But I swear I'm not going to eat it. I can still give it to you to eat. Okay. of so Adetani, but listen, it says in the end of the Brisa, Kikarzu Hakdesh and Marvimaba. If a guy says this Kikar belongs to the Beit Hamikdash, I can't use it for Eruv. If you should end Marvimahekdeshot, because you can't use Eruv with Hekdesh, Liflik with Vidida. Why do we have to contrast it with a case of Hekdesh, which you're not allowed? Why don't we contrast it with a case where you said a lie? We always want to contrast with a case that's closest to the case that was mutar. Sometimes when the Gemara says, this case is mutar, we always want to contrast it, and this case is asur. Okay? So, but the contrasting case is always better when it's closest to the first case. We call that liflog If I tell you, for example, if I tell you, everyone in Har Lebanon, everyone in Har Lebanon, Pray Shachri. And then I'll tell you. But people in Australia don't pray Shachri. And I say, well, why do you have to talk to people in Australia? Also, the Goyim, the Mexicans also don't pray Shachri. The Mexicans over here on, on, on Cornell Avenue. Why do you have to go all the way to Australia to talk about people who don't pray Shachri? You can talk about the guys over here. So you always want to contrast it with the closest possible contrast. That, that question is called Lifla And therefore, we're asking a question now. If it's true that everyone who says Alai is not allowed to, to use that for Eruf, if you swear Hana'ai, you're not allowed to Eruf, why would the Brisa contrast it with the case of Hekdesh when you bring it to the Beit HaMikdash? Even if I didn't make it a Beit HaMikdash, even if I just said Alai, it should have been, that, should, that should have been our contrast. Okay? Says so the Gemara. If we should I mean, when were these words said? The Amar Zu. We should have said this is when you said Zu. Aval Amar Alai, but it's a delay. And Ravima, we should have said that, that. That is the contrast. Amalach Ravuna, Ravuna will answer you back. Elamai, Kolhechad Amar Alai, Marvin. What are you going to answer you back? That when you say Alai, you are allowed to say, you're allowed to use a fair roof? Kashi Resha. Then you have a problem with the Resha of the Brighta. The Resha of the Brighta sounds like you can't use Alai. So Mara says, no. Change the Brighta like this. There's something missing from the Brayta. This is what the Mishnah should say. The Brayta should say, If you said you're not going to have any Hana'ah from a loaf of bread, you can use it. Even if you said It's like you said, I'm not going to taste it, and therefore it's fine. Good. It's still a question of Huna, because of Huna, had said before, it depends if you're saying Alai or not. What are you going to do about that? Right? Still a question of Huna. Huna says Alai, you can't use it for Eruv. Or says, Ha, the Amr Kavlezer. Rav Huna is okay because he's going like a different Tana. He's going like a Belezer. The Machloka Tana Iman, he's going like a Belezer. The Tanya is going to the bright. The Belezer Omer. Shivash Lochal Kikar Zuv. Guys, I'm not going to eat this Kikar. Marvin Loba, you can use it for Eruv. Kikar Zu Alai says, I'm not going to have any Hana from it. And Ravim Loba. And that's the Rabbi Eliezer. So you go like Rabbi Eliezer. Ask the Gemara, Umiyama Rabbi Eliezer, does Rabbi Eliezer really hold like this? Hatayin, I think we learned in the Brayta. Zeh this is the rule. Adam 
אדם עושה לעצמו באוכל, גם אם מקסום זה אסור, אני עושה באוכל, מערבים לו כניסו בעירוב. אבל, אוכל הנעשה לא אדם. If a guy says, he's not going to have any אוכל on the guy, he's completely אסור to the guy, אין מרבים, he can't use it. אבל זה אומר, כי כזו עליי. מערבים לו בה, you can use it בעירוב. כי כזו הקדש, אין מרבים לו בה. כפי שאין מרבים בקדשות. So it sounds like the Rebbe Lezer is opposite of Huna also. Mara says, no, Trey Tanai leave the Rebbe It's two Tanaim arguing about what Rebbe Lezer holds. And therefore, Rebbe is going like the other opinion of Rebbe Lezer. You're right, there's an opinion of Rebbe Lezer that's quoted as saying that Allah is still okay. But Rebbe who said it was Asur, was going like the other Rebbe according to Rebbe Lezer. Okay. Now the Mishnah had said, you're allowed to use a Nazir, can use wine for Ezeruv. A Nazir could take a bottle of wine, leave it outside the city, and use it for Ezeruv. Ask the Gemara, Matitim, don't go to Bet Shemayim. Our mission is not like Bet Shemayim. Why? Tanya went to the bright, Bet Shemayim Omnim, and Ma'arvin, Le Nazir B'yayin, you can't use a Nazir wine, we say, but Turma, and you say, can you use Turma? Bet Yelel says, Ma'arvin, Le Nazir B'yayin, we say, but Turma, you can do both. Don't you guys admit to us that you can make a ruv on Yom Kippur? Which means like this. What? Let me just review the Mishnah. The Mishnah had said that a Nazir, according to one opinion, a Nazir was allowed to make an eruv by putting wine. Which means... He's not going to drink the wine, but he's going to use the wine to allow him to carry. Right? Uh, just remember what we're talking about all along. I'm sorry I didn't review this. No, 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 but it's just one. How does he allowed to have his wine in possession in general? He's allowed to own wine. Oh, he's allowed to own wine? Yes. He's got closed bottle and then throw out all his wine because he knows, yeah? Huh? He puts a bottle of wine over there, and then with that thing, he's allowed, he's allowed to walk 4,000 or more out of the city. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? You're never going to eat it? Okay. I don't have to eat it. You don't have to eat it, but you have to be able to eat it. How is he able to eat it? He's a Nazir. Okay. Somebody else can eat it. Right? So Bet Shemai doesn't let. Bet let. So Bet asks Bet Shemai, don't you agree that on Yom Kippur, if you want to walk 4,000 or more on Yom Kippur, you're allowed to put food, peanut butter, and carry. Now on Yom Kippur, you're not allowed to eat anything. So no one's allowed to eat anything. So if you're a gadol, assuming you're not a katan, you're a gadol, you shouldn't be allowed to use eruv according to Bet Shemai. The same way a nazir can't use wine, nobody can make eruv on Kippur according to you. And since you admit you can make eruv on Kippur, so you should allow a nazir to use wine. Mm-hmm. It's a strong uh, question of Bet to Bet Shemai. Yeah. So they told him, Aval, you're right. You're right, it's true. Amalahem. So Bet Shemai, what do they answer back? On Kippur, the Nazir, the, the, the person was able to eat the Seuda at least on Friday. When it comes to the wine, even on Friday the Nazir wasn't allowed to have the wine, and that's why it's no good. Meaning, when you put the, when the Nazir put the wine there on Friday to be his Eruf, 
an Azir wasn't allowed to eat it because he was still already an Azir. But on your Erev Kippur, when you put the peanut butter there, right. when you were allowed to eat on Erev Kippur at least. So the, the criteria uh-huh. for Bet Shammai is could you eat it on Friday? Yeah. And that's why they la- allow Kippur and they don't allow Nazir's. Mm. So it, it came out that we said that Bet Shammai holds Nazir cannot use wine. So the Kiman, who says that Bet Shammai says that? Whoever said quoted Bet Shammai like that is not like Hananya. You look at Hananya. The Tanya, because we learned Hananya Omer. Bet Shammai would never let any Eruv with food. Because food, according to Bet Shammai, Hananya quotes Bet Shammai like this. We use food, let's say peanut butter, to show that's where we live. We're living over there. And therefore, since that's our spot, we have 2,000 more both ways. Right? Remember how we explained before? Guy's in the city. He's only got 2,000 or more out of the city. Let's say that 2,000 or more out of the city, there's a, there's a big tree. Right? Now, he wants to go 2,000 or more past the tree. So what does he do? Before Shabbat, under the tree, he takes peanut butter. And he leaves this. He says, this is my Eruv. By, that, by saying that, he's saying, even though I'm not here, going to be here when Shabbat starts, but since my peanut butter is here, this is where I'm living. And since I'm living here, I have 2,000 more each, each way from here. So therefore, I can walk out of my house to the peanut butter, and then 2,000 more past the peanut butter, because I'm allowed to go 2,000 more in each direction. And that's where I'm living. That's how Eruv generally works. Now, Bet Shammai, according to what we're saying, Bet Shammai allows everything. That's what we, Bet Shammai and both allow Eruv, just not with wine. But they allow, every, they allow making Eruv with food. According to Hananya, Bet Shammai doesn't allow Eruv with food at all. If you want to be living under that tree, it ain't enough to bring peanut butter there. You're going to have to bring all your clothes to show that you're living there. Then you can live there. But if, I mean, you don't have to be sleeping there, but bring all your clothes there. That's it, Eruv. But just, just food, I don't care if you have meat or peanut butter or wine, I don't care what you have. Going to Hananiah's bed, Shammai, it doesn't work unless you bring your clothes. All the clothes you need for Shabbat. Anything you need, your clothes, your this, your everything. Okay? That's Eruv. Yomar says now, Kiman Azla Like, who does it go? This is what we say in Brighton. Eruv Bishokhrim, if you made it Eruv while you were wearing black clothes, Lo Yetzeh B'Levanim. The next day when you want to walk, you shouldn't walk out with white clothes. You have to wear black clothes. B'Levanim, if when you made the Eruv you were wearing white clothes, Lo Yetzeh B'Shokhrim, don't go out with black clothes. Who does that go like? Hananya, he valibas the train. That's like Hananya according to Bet Shemai. Mar says, Oh, yeah? Even Hananya is so strict, he wouldn't even let this ruling. Will Hananya be showing who the lawyer said, Will Hananya allow you to go out with white clothes? He says, Only black and not white. He said, You have to bring all your, everything you need for Shabbat, not just what kind of clothes you have. You have to bring everything out there. He wouldn't let anything. Which means like this. If a guy made an Eruv while he's wearing white clothes and he needs to walk out with black clothes, he can't go out even with white clothes. Why? Because he didn't bring out everything he needs. 
According to Bet Shema, you need everything you need. If you needed black clothes and you made Eruv only with white clothes and you didn't have black clothes with you when you made the Eruv, Hanan, you won't let it because you didn't have everything you need for Shabbat. Kiman, who does that go like? I'm Rabbi Nachman. It's a Hanania, he will leave it to Bet Shema. Okay, beautiful. Says the Gemara. Sumchus Omer Bechulin. Sumchus says, you do Chulin. He says that you, you, you have to use only Chulin, not to do my food. So Sumchus disagrees with what, the, what the, we said in the Mishnah before, that a Nazir could use, no, he disagrees that a Kohen could use, a non-Kohen could use Tenuma. We said before that if you're, uh, let's say, Israel who can't eat Tenuma, you're allowed to make a, a roof by putting Tenuma food that you can eat at, under the tree, so you can get there, Okay. So it says the Gemara, if you eat the Nazir, how come Sumchus doesn't argue about the wine on the Nazir? Right? Why does he only argue and say, oh, you have to use Chulin uh, for non Kohen? Let him argue also about the wine and Nazir. Tanakama doesn't allow, right? Tanakama allows both. Why are you only arguing about the Tumor, not the wine? My time, why doesn't he argue about the wine? About the wine? He says, no, you know why he doesn't argue? Efshar dimitshal anizvateh. Could be. The reason why he agrees that a nazir could use wine is because he says the nazir has a way of becoming a non-nazir. Even though I'm a nazir and I can't drink wine, if I made it with wine, I still could use it because it's in my power to go to a rabbi and re- ask him to take away my neder to be a nazir. And then I can drink the wine. Right. But if I'm a Yisrael, I can't just go to a rabbi and become a Kohen. Right? right? You know the famous joke, right? You know the joke. No. Okay, so the guy, the guy comes over to the rabbi before Kippur. He says, uh, Rabbi, I, I need to be a Kohen. So, okay, what can I do for you? So I need to be a Kohen. So what do you need to do? He says, I'm sorry, I, need, I, I want to be a Kohen. He says, I can't make a Kohen. You, you, you are who you are. So, Rabbi, what if I give you $1,000? So, I'm sorry, it's not for sale. I can't make you a coin. So, what if I give you $10,000? Oh, I can't help you. What if I give you a million dollars? A million dollars. Okay, fine. Come, we'll work it out. I'll sprinkle some water on you. We'll make you a coin. After he finishes, he says, okay, now what? Well, tell me the truth. Why did you want to be a coin so much? So, I tell you the truth. My, my father's a coin. My grandfather's a coin. I want to be a coin also. Right? So, <laughs> so... Of course, he was a Kohen all along. But the point is that you can't make your, you can't make yourself a Kohen. So when you're a Nazir, you can make yourself a non-Nazir. But when you say, oh, you can't become a Kohen. And therefore, that's why Sumchus allows using wine, but doesn't allow using Truma. Okay? That's the Gemara. So it says the Gemara, Ihachi, if so, Tunumanami, Efshatimichalane. You guess you can't make yourself a Kohen, but maybe you could go and retract you're making it truma, which means if I use these six truma oranges as my Erev, I could go to a rabbi and say, I regret making it truma and untrumaize it. Yes, I didn't make myself into a Kohen, but I made the truma, not truma. Why don't I do that? I could go ask a rabbi if I could switch it. Right? Even if I made a truma, I could switch it back. And if so, why can't I use it the same way Simchas Lutz? I can go to a rabbi and make me not a nazir. Why doesn't he let when I go to a rabbi? Because I could. Why doesn't he let truma? Because I can go to a rabbi 
and untrumize it. Answer Well, if you go to a rabbi and you untruma it, then all the food that you you made this truma on became tevil. And the rule is you can't eat fruit that's tevil. Because the only reason why you're allowed to eat fruit is because you separated truma. When you undo the truma, now all the fruit becomes asur. So you anyway can't eat it because it's tevil. Doesn't help anything. Mar says, okay, so no problem. So why can't I make it tevil? I will separate other oranges that I have in my backyard as truma for that, and then I can use the eruv. So yes, let me put the eruv of six truma fruits and say it's fine. Why? Because I could go to a rabbi and untrumize it. If you're untrumized, it's still not allowed. Now I will make it allowed by making truma on six other oranges that I have in my backyard. Right. Mar says, no. The rule is that a chaver, which is, a chaver is the guy who's a tamid chacham, right? Mm-hmm. All, all, all chaverim are tamid chachamim. So, a chaverim, we don't assume that he's going to make tenumah on something that's not in front of him. Because we're afraid that if you do that, you could cause trouble. That a guy is, we could walk in your backyard, decide to taste your oranges, and you, he's eating truma, right? Mm-hmm. So we only make truma when he's in front of you and you could designate it like that. So therefore, yes, you could do that, but we don't, rabbis don't like to do that. So why don't we separate truma on some of the oranges there? Which means, let's say I take six oranges and I put them as six truma oranges for my eruv under the tree. Now, uh, let's say I would want to eat it on Shabbat. What I could do is, I could untruma it. Now it's tevel. And I'll take one of the oranges and make that the truma for all the oranges that are there. Uh-huh. Right? right? So, I have, so, so, so I'm not making truma somewhere else. I'm making truma there, under the tree. Just one of them. Right. Good? And now, that's not enough for all my fruit, but it's enough for the fruit that's under the tree. Mara right. says, to let Beshi'ura. You only had six oranges there. And six oranges was exactly the amount you needed. So if you, even if you take one orange to make a truma on the other five, five is not enough. And therefore, that's a problem. That's the reason why it doesn't work. You really, you, it would be okay. But we're talking about a case where there was exactly the amount needed for the, for the shi'ur of Eruv. And if you, if you take one of them and make them truma, you're going to be too little. Says the Gemara, Umay Pasca? Who told you that that's the case? The Tanah didn't tell you there's exactly the right amount. The reason why he holds that is because Sumchus holds like the Rabbanan, who say that even things that are asur because of a shivut, you can't do Ben Hashem And since there's a, the Rabbanan, that a person is now allowed to separate Truma on Shabbat, because we're afraid that if you separate Truma on Shabbos, it looks like you're metaken mana. It looks like you're fixing something. And therefore, he won't let you separate truma on Shabbat. And therefore, Simchus doesn't let it. So yes, you could go to a rabbi and get and become not a nazir, but you can't go to a rabbi and separate truma at that point. 
Where does it go? This that it says in the, in the Mishnah. Yesh amru akol adam. There are some things that go according to the size of the person. For example, milokum mencha. It says that the Kohen has to take a full comet, a full handful from the Korban Mencha. And it goes by the size of the Kohen. If the Kohen is four, is five feet tall, or the Kohen is six, seven, he goes by the size of his hand. Mulochof nav ketoret has to be two handfuls of ketoret on Yom Kippur. The Kohen Gadol depends on the size of the Kohen Gadol, if he's short or if he's tall. Right? If you drink a, a mouthful on Yom Kippur, Yechayav, Karet, that depends on the size of your mouth. And you need the size of two seudot per eruv. It also depends on your size, how much food you eat. Who does that go like? Kiman. It's going like Sumchus, who in our Mishnah said that we need what's chazile, what's good for you. And therefore, that's since he holds it's what's good for you, like he said that you can't use a uh, truma for a non for a, for a levi or yisrael. That means it has to be fit for you. So he'll also say that the size of the meal has to be fit for you. And if you usually eat three slices of pizza, you can't use one slice of pizza because the same way he does, he wants it fit for you. He wants this too. Mar says, Let's assume that he argues on says that you could use a if a guy eats very little, you're allowed to use a little. And for a hungry guy, you're allowed to use a middle guy. But you see that over here, that if you're a chole, you could use a little. Right? And, 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 but, but the other way, but a hungry guy, a guy who usually eats four slices, you can only use two slices, which is the normal. Uh, says the Gemara, Tirgema achole v'zaken. Explain that the Mishnah, which says it goes by who you are, is only talking about a cholev zaken. But if you're very hungry, and then it could fit like every rabbi. It doesn't have to go only like him. Okay. We're stopping at the words.